You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell, and in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, I'm going to be talking to Will Moore about how to build momentum to create habits for success. Will Moore is a dynamic entrepreneur, speaker, life coach, and happiness expert who is also the founder of the Momentum Movement. The first half of Will's life was a struggle, but after what he calls a rock bottom bounce, he developed an insatiable appetite for improving himself and now spends his life helping others to build momentum and create the lives that they love. He, in his past, created and started, then sold the hugely successful doorstep delivery and basically helps people to develop five core areas of life. So, Will, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you. Great to be here, Kristen. Thanks for having me. Of course. My my first question, which I can't wait to hear what your answer is going to be, is what superpower did you discover as the result of mastering your mind? Oh, man, this is such like, it's almost as if you designed this question for me because <laughs> everything I do um, these five cores, which we'll get more into, really kind of revolve around the first, your main core, which is your mindset. And this is sort of the, the mother of all your cores. And that if you don't have this going for you, it's, it's almost impossible to master your other five main areas of your life. Uh, the way I define mindset is it's your overall perception of the world. You're either an owner or a victim. The glass is either half empty or half full. You're either that victim, like I mentioned, and as you just mentioned earlier on in my life, that's what I was. It's my brain is broken. I was born a certain way and it sucks and there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm destined for a life of, of blandness at best um, versus an owner, which is somebody that says, okay, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses over here. I'm going to figure out how to make, to work around those weaknesses. I'm going to harness my strengths. There's nothing can get in my way. Obstacles are temporary roadblocks, and I'm going to kick ass, take names, and become successful no matter what. And so my transition to all of this happened in college when you just mentioned that rock bottom bounce. So I was your typical victim. I had a rocky childhood, and at, by the time I got to college, I essentially had zero self-confidence. Um, was, was, your, was your typical wallflower. I'd sit by myself at lunch. I, I literally couldn't look people in the eye. And one of my, so I kind of threw myself into studies and, and one of my professors uh, was actually a religions of the world course, um, who was one of my favorite professors at the time, just happened to mention a book that he'd read that had changed his life. And I wrote down the book. He was kind of just a little side note in his, his, his uh, lecture that day. I immediately left the classroom after I went straight to the library to see if they had it. And fortunately, they did. And had they not had this book, I can definitively say that my life would have gone a different way because this book is what changed my mindset. This book completely 
let me see things in a different way that other people think the way that I do, that my brain's not broken, that I'm normal, and that there are methods and things that I can do to build up my mindset to make sure that I do live the life that I at one point thought was impossible to. Wow. So, okay. you, yeah, go ahead. So I have to ask, what was the book? <laughs> <laughs> so the book was called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Um, it's, it's, it was written, I think, originally in the 30s. It still holds up today as one of my favorite all-time books. Uh, it, it, it's, you know, they, they've updated some of the references, obviously. Um, but it really just, the, the, the gist of the book is essentially that, you know, everybody has the same sort of insecurities and everybody kind of looks at themselves as the most important thing. And it's only those that are kind of evolved and that can get outside themselves from a 10,000 foot view and have a mindset of saying, you know what, it's not about me, it's about them. And how can I put my focus on the other person, make them feel special? And by doing that, you're not only taking the insecurities off you and focusing on the other, but you're making them feel special. They're then reciprocating that. And that's how you get what you want out of life. And so that ties into one of my other cores, which is relationships, which we can talk about in a little bit. But that was really the first step for me. Once I read that book, I, re I realized that life could be different and that there was hope. And I became this insatiable self-help beast. I literally started reading every self-help book I could get my hands on. Um, I was naive enough to think that I could read them all, which looking back, that was a good thing because I think that if I'd known how much was out there, I probably would have been intimidated and might not have gone down the rabbit hole. But that's not what I did. I started reading. I started to use myself as a human science experiment, as, as kind of I talk about it in my book, where I literally would read something. And if I'd read it several times and was like, okay, this seems like a really solid universal principle, I'm going to try this out in my life. I would then go out and try it. I would test the hypothesis. I would then come back and say, okay, that worked. That didn't work. I would then uh, reconfigure things, go back out and keep retesting until I said, okay, this is 100% what I call a total truth, which are essentially universal principles that have been proven time and time again that I've read over and over throughout multiple books. I've tested in my own life. And so just over the years, you know, I started building my mindset, became stronger and stronger. I started building up my confidence. I started building up my momentum. And I, I literally started being able to do things that I never thought that I would do. And I was taking notes along the way. I'm a crazy, crazy note taker. And I was just constantly taking notes and noting what worked, what didn't. And then at some point along the way, I realized, you know what, I can help others with this. Now I've got two small boys. One of them's four years old. One of them's 11 months. And I said to myself, you know, if nothing else, I want to write a book to help them make sure that they don't go through the same uh, awful adolescence that I went through and start building these five cores and these principles early on to give them that confidence and get them off to a, a better start than they're in now. And so over the years, I then built my business. Uh, financially, I became successful. And then after I exited my company this past year, I decided, you know what, this is the time I want to finish it. So I've got a book, I've got an app that I'm doing, and I'm hoping within the next six months to a year, they'll both be done and I'll launch and start helping people with the same principles that I learned that helped me completely turn my life around. Wow, that's a, that's a great story. And 
what we're going to have to do, that was a good segue. We're going to be taking a break really quickly. Um, so tell people where, what is the name of your book and your app and where can they find that when it, when it comes out? So my website is www.moremomentum, M-O-O-R-E, which is my last name, momentum.com. Um, you can pre-register for a book or just go on right now. Actually, we're, we're, we're working on the part of pre-registering. I want to be able to give people a discount um, if they pre-register. So for right now, you can just go to the Contact Us page or the Join the Movement page and just sign up and put a note saying that you want to pre-register with a discount on the book. And we'll honor that. Um, and it also has uh, a, a free quiz that I put on there to help people to understand where they are in each of these five cores. It's, it's basically helps you. It, it asks the basic questions to help you get you thinking. And it gives you an actual score on, okay, where do I rate in each of these cores? And by the way, we've, keep, we've been talking about these cores. I'll just tell, them, tell you real quick. Your first one is your mindset, as we mentioned. Your second one is your career and your finances. Your third one is your relationships. Your fourth one is your physical health, and your fifth one is your emotional health and giving back. Great. Yes, I definitely want to explore a, a lot of what you've already just very quickly alluded to, because um, what I love more than anything is figuring out and talking to people who have literally just changed their lives, who have changed their mind and gone from, wait, you know what? I can do this differently, and I can be happy. And I love that. So I can't wait. Let's, in a moment, we'll be back. We'll be able to we'll talk to Will more a bit more about how to build momentum and create success habits. So hang on. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, so Will, you just laid out the five core um, areas of life. What I want to go back to is, and I don't know how, if you can really talk this through, but this is what fascinates me. You said you realized that life could be different. Do you, uh, do you remember or um, can you talk through, like, how did you go from, wait, I'm a, I can't do anything to, wait, I can really change? Could, that's a hard question. Sorry. <laughs> No, I, that's, that's a, a very fair question. You know, one of the things that I talk about in my book and that is super important for people to understand is that there's this thing called, I was just mentioning these total truths that I've discovered in life that to me, they're immutable. They're, they're literally universal. You can't, no matter, you can try to cheat the system, but at the end of the day, they're going to, they're going to always prove themselves correct. And they're said in a million different ways by a million different authors 
the point of my book was to sort of try to take the very basics to give people to springboard off of um, so that they're not confused. And this day and age, basically what's so tricky is that there's things coming at you in a million directions. And so now more than ever, it's super hard to kind of know what to focus on and what to, you know, sort of how to build your mindset. And what it's all about is it's the law of compounding. And things do not happen overnight. And because of this instant generation that we're in, people, you see things on internet and this kid just, you know, within a year, he's, or two weeks, he's now uh, got 8 million views on his page and he's making money from these sponsors. And, you know, that's not reality. I mean, there's always going to be one-offs, but the reality in life is, and what I learned early on is it's day by day, step by step process. And if you want to build your mindset, you can't just flip a switch. There's no magic pill you can take for $9.99. Although everybody and their mother's going to try to sell it to you. Mm -hmm. You have got to start learning what these principles are and start taking action on them until you have formed what I call success habits. So the idea is you want to shine a spotlight on your life and say, what are the failure habits that I'm doing in each of my course? And so starting again with your mindset, what, what are the thoughts that are running through my head all day? Are they helping me to grow and build momentum and become the best version of myself? Or are they absolutely destroying me and bringing me down towards my rock bottom? And so the key is to identify, shine a spotlight on what those are, figure out what you want to replace those with, and then just day by day, taking those actions until they become habits. And the law of compounding will eventually kick in. But if you just try it, if you just try something for a day or two, which a lot of us tend to do, I call it the 95 percenters versus the five percenters. The 95 percenters will just say, oh, well, it didn't work. It's, you know, so and then they'll just go right back. And that's like the worst thing you can do. You've got to make a part of your mindset is being able to make a very strong commitment to yourself and say, this is what I know is important. And you're going to have the discipline to then follow through with it no matter what until it becomes habit. Because at the end of the day, habits do not care whether they're good or bad, helping or hurting us. They're going to do their thing no matter what. So if you have a bad habit that's hurting you, there's going to be some front-loaded work and it's not going to be easy. But step by step, day by day, the law of compounding, it'll then turn into a success habit if you stay with it. And then it'll literally be helping you every day just in the background. It'll be on autopilot. Yes, it, there's a lot that you've just said there. And one of the things that is, um, you know, with lots of people that I work through, there is very much this belief. And I used to be the same way too, is like, well, this is what I think. And there, I, I'm powerless to change that. And learning that you can actually change your beliefs and your thoughts, what is truly life-changing but it it's again it's not it's like building a muscle like each day it's catching yourself and saying wait i'm not going to think that thought i'm going to think this thought instead uh, that is 1000% correct and you know you hear so many people say you know what what i what i don't like is is the or it's one of the things the reason I got into this is I want to be the, the, that different kind of person that's helping people, not that rah, rah, hey, here's some really inspiring, motivating stuff for you, and then walk away from them. Because I know a thousand percent nothing's going to change in their lives other than they're going to feel warm and fuzzy inside for five minutes and be like, yes, I can do it. I'm going to change. But if you don't give people a system and if you don't make, you know, you don't help them to make sure 
that, hey, this is how you do it step by step. And this is how you're going to, you know, hold yourself accountable and follow through with those things you want to do. It just ain't going to happen. And so that's part of what the biggest probably part of what I feel like I'm doing and how I'm different because this app that I'm also developing is going to be that accountability factor. And the idea is it's going to be fun and it's going to be gamified. And literally as you're leveling up on screen, you're like this rocket ship and you have these five cores as your engine and you're flying from planet to planet. And as you, as you continue to level up your momentum in each of your core areas, you're building more momentum, you're going to further planets, further galaxies. As you're leveling up on screen, you have to be leveling up in real life because you are, are answering questions and you're holding yourself accountable. And if you're not doing the habits you're trying, you simply don't build the momentum and you don't get to go to the next point. Yeah. Got it. So, so what, can you give us an example of how you would start out? Like, let's say you have a bad, a bad habit around the one that's always easy to relate to around um, like health not working out or something like that. Where do, where do you suggest people get started on building what you call a success habit? So it ties into what I mentioned earlier, which is the, the law of compounding. And the law of compounding doesn't work if you try to do things all at once. You've got to start small. Just like you mentioned, it's building a muscle. You can't build a muscle overnight. Um, unless you're, let's see, I'm going to date myself here. You'll probably maybe know what I'm talking about. There was a book called Stranger in a Strange Land. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember that. He grocked, I remember, it just stuck in my mind. He grocked his muscles, G-R-O-K. Yeah, I remember that, yes. And he's like, okay, you know what? I I see that it's advantageous for me to have muscles in this human world. He was an alien that came down. And uh, so I'm going to grok him. And literally within a second, he had these huge buff muscles. (laughs) That's not how it actually works. you got to, so you mentioned physical health, so let's talk about that. you got to start small because if you start too big, you, it's in your nature to say, that was too hard, I'm not going to do it. So if you, my, I always talk about habit stacking. So you want to actually combine things that you enjoy, ideally, in, in order to build these habits, these success habits. So for me, I love playing basketball. I love playing golf. Those are my two things that are like my two favorite sports. I played soccer in high school, lacrosse, tennis, but out of all of them, those are my two favorites. So I was able to find a league at a local gym where they play, um, it's actually just pickup. They play three times a week for two to three hours. And that's fantastic cardio for me. I don't even feel like I'm working out. Um, and then for golf, you know, you walk, I, I don't take a cart and I don't, you know, drink while I play. Well, once in a while I will, my friends, but typically it's more, I look at it, it's exercise and fun. So you walk 18 holes, you're walking several miles. It's fantastic exercise. So kind of, that's my way uh, that built up to that. And that's what I do to, to get my, my cardio exercise. And then I also, I have it stacked when I lift weights. I don't like to just sit there and lift. It's so boring. So I listen to podcasts and I listen to my favorite authors and I'll, re- I'll listen to books on tape. And so I actually does, doesn't even feel like I'm working out because I'm enjoying it. So the point is start small. So if you don't work out at all, say, okay, I'm going to just get my heart moving for 15 minutes uh, um, once once this week. I'm going to pick an activity that I enjoy and that isn't going to be so difficult that you know the friction is going to be there. So that's a term that I like to use too. It actually came from James Clear. It's a fantastic term. It's all about reducing friction. So you want to reduce the friction on whatever it is you're doing. So you pick something and then you just do it. And then 
you do it the, the next week and then you add maybe you know you add 10 minutes to that then you add an extra day and before you know it you're out there and it could even just be walking the dog around the block you know i mean that sounds silly or and like oh well, what's that going to do for me well if you take your dog on a 20 to 20 to 25 minute walk every single day you're getting exercise and your body's going to thank you for it yeah it's funny because i've um I love everything that you're saying and you are saying it so clearly is um, this concept of starting out so that it's impossible to fail. And so one of the things that, you know, I talk to people about, especially people who do nothing is one of the things that I started doing a long time ago is while I'm waiting for my coffee, I do counter push-ups. I literally, I mean, it hardly even counts as exercise, but I'm waiting for my coffee. I'm standing there anyway. I do push-ups. Yes. And and what it does is it starts becoming a habit that I think of every day. Like, oh, I need to do push-ups. And yes, sort of created these neuron neuronal connections, whatever. I'm not scientific, but so that my brain goes there. And then I remember, oh. I have to do push-ups. And then I start getting this identity of like, hey, I'm somebody who does push-ups. <laughs> you just completely thank you for what you just said, because you just absolutely made the perfect point of how this all works. Um, you know, you and as I mentioned earlier, habits don't care if they're good or bad, helping or hurt us, right? So you just mentioned one where you you habit stacked. You were doing something already that you, it was a habit that you do already with your coffee. And then you said, well, I'm just sitting here anyway. So a failure habit would be to just sit here and do nothing. A success habit would be to actually start doing some push-ups. And then before you know it, you, you keep doing that every day. And, and, you know, there's a lot of experts out there like to say habits take two weeks. They take 30 days. They take, to me, that's all BS. Ha- every habit's different. Every person's different. Certain habits you can get within a week. Certain habits might take a lot longer. But if you just, like I said, you just got to keep taking the action and then all of a sudden it's hardwired in your brain. You're doing it no matter what. And like I said, you're on autopilot. Now all of a sudden you've developed a success habit that is helping you build positive momentum in that particular yeah. physical health core. Boom. Didn't yeah. have to it's, think about it. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. And I, you know, I started doing it ages ago and then, then I get feedback like, oh, your arms are so great. And then it's something I've done for years now. So anyway, it's funny. People laugh at me with the counter pushups, but it's, it is really a, um, it, for me, it just I laugh at you. God. Yeah. That's so funny. No, yeah. it, that reminds me. I have an, in, um, I'm mentoring a couple students right now. Um, for my alma mater, I just went to Rollins college, uh, right before the quarantine. Um, oh, I was yeah. honored to get an award from them and I was able to speak to, to some people and I was able to mentor some students while I was there. I did speech and then I mentored individual students and I'm actually continuing to mentor them. Um, uh, after this. And one of them said this phrase, so these are Gen Zers, right? These are, these are eight, eight, 18 to 21 year olds. One of them mentioned this phrase that I hadn't heard that stuck in my mind and it's called, uh, Oh gosh. Um, well, I'll, I'll think about it, but it ties the, the, the gist is that, Oh, try hearts and hardos. So he says that, it's not cool to try hard and it's not cool to try to, to try to get ahead and, and to, to be better. And I just thought that was so interesting. And it just reminds me, you know, throughout the generations, there's always haters. 
And again, it goes back to that 95% that are not living their best life, that are kind of doing things deep down feeling guilty because they know they should be doing things that they're not. And so when they see other people doing them, they make fun of them and they try to make them feel bad because they don't want to see them pass them and excel about, accelerate because that'll make them feel like they're standing still, right? And that they have negative yeah. momentum versus these other people building positive momentum. So it just reminded me when you mentioned that. That's interesting. It's not cool to try hard. Ooh. Well, they'll learn, hopefully, <laughs> with, your, with what you're showing. So one of the things that, you, um, that I've seen in your work is you mentioned the 10,000-foot view of life. Tell us about that. So this, this again, ties to your mindset. Um, you know, being able to, to get outside of your brain, and this ties also to emotional intelligence, it, it's in our nature to just be inside of our brain constantly talking to ourselves and analyzing every little thing that happens and, you know, breaking it down moment by moment as things happen and being reactive versus being proactive where you can step outside and I call it your higher self. You know, it's all about developing that higher growth owner mindset where, you know, you're able to sort of say, okay, what's happening with this guy? Is he happy? If so, why is he happy? Is he unhappy? If so, why is he unhappy? What are the actions that he's taking that are helping him? What are the actions that he's taking that are hurting him? And again, this goes ties back into then kind of figuring out, okay, what habits do I want to start changing? And you're not able to do that as long as you're in your head all day, like a lot of people are. You got to step back and you got to look at your life. Again, it's about shining a spotlight on yourself and shining a spotlight on these five core areas from that 10,000 foot view and saying, okay, where am I now? And one of the things that I put in my book and, and it's something I learned from years ago from several self-help authors have talked about this. It's called the funeral kind of exercise. There's different ways people have packaged it. But at the end of the day, I think it's kind of a cool thing to say, what's going to be, if I were to die tomorrow, what's going to be said at my funeral? And it sounds a little bit bleak, but to me, I can't think of any better way to snap people out of that being inside themselves and get them out to that 10,000 foot view because they're basically being forced to sort of say, damn, what's going on? Yeah. What am I doing in my life? Like, what are people going to say about me? And if you don't like the answer, then you say, okay, well, what do I need to change? And that's what I try to help people with by saying, okay, you've got these five areas. This is what leads to your ultimate happiness and success. And if you want to, I call it firing on all cylinders. If you want to fire on all cylinders and you want to kick ass, take names and live your best life, you've got to pay attention to each of these areas and you got to build the success habits. And then I have an exercise where I say, okay, now I want you to write what you would ideally want said at your funeral. So as you start to learn some of these things, you'll kind of learn more about yourself, learn more about what you want, what your goals, your aspirations, your ideal life will look like. And you literally put it down on paper and it's part of, it's going to be in the app as well. It's part, I do it manually. And I literally look at it once a week to remind myself, this is where I want to head. And if I'm going to end up there, these are the things I need to do. Oh, that's very cool. It's funny. I was just um, talking this week I, on the New York times. I love reading the Sunday obituaries, which again, sounds grim, except that they, they are talking about some really, really cool people who did cool things and it's inspiring and it's sort of a, a way now that as you're saying that, that I, I look at and like, wait, I want to be doing something like that. 
you know, a lot of them with charitable things or the activities that they did and the things they love. And it's sort of a reminder of, wow, you can have a big life. You can have a small life or you can have a big, what, however you define that, however you define what feels big, what feels expansive. So it's absolutely. Yep. No, that's a really good point. So, okay. So this, again, I have another kind of hard question for you. So what I see people doing is they say, okay, I'm going to start again, just because fitness is such an easy thing. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to get healthy. They start. And then, you know, at some point they stop and they give up. And then the belief that they form is I'm a loser. I can't get myself to do anything. How do you help people get out of that kind of thought and frame of mind? To get out of the, my brain is broken type, I'm a loser. How can I change? Yeah. Um, Well, I'm your perfect example. So let's look at what I did. Um, That's exactly how I felt. And trust me when I tell you, uh, and we don't have time to go into my story, but if I can change, anybody can change. The, the short of it is I was born to two hippie parents. Um, I, I lived in a beautiful place. I lived in Hawaii growing up. Um, and my parents got divorced when I was earlier. My mom was an alcoholic uh, with a, a major temper rage, and she used to was verbally and physically abusive to us. And we were these how uh, I was considered a howley in Hawaii, which is considered kind of like a white outsider oh, by the, yeah. the locals. We were poor, so we lived in a, a, a local neighborhood, and we were the only white kids in our in our class. So it's like reverse racism, or don't even need to call it. It was racism. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it reverse racism because it's usually the whites that are being racist, which is true. But I don't like that term. Um, so. And then I just, it was a series of, um, we moved to Bethesda, Maryland, and I had some crazy experiences happen to me. Um, and it kind of all led up to, to that moment. So bottom line is everybody's got things that have happened to them. Mine's, my story was pretty, pretty crazy in terms of like, you, you read, after you read my story, you're like, wait, how did that guy even like not kill himself? Like, I mean, it's yeah. just like ridiculous. Um, and I indeed was on that verge in college when I hit what I called my rock bottom. And then, so I just started changing, making, I made a, a commitment to myself that I was going to change. I was going to completely reinvent myself. And that's really, that's my advice to anybody that does want to change. It starts with saying, okay, I am going, and again, remember earlier when I talked to mindset, it's about the discipline, making commitment and being able to stick to it. That's the first one you need to do is say, okay, I need to change. I'm going to do it. And then again, but What's what I don't like is when other self help or personal development, whatever you want to call it, people just say, "Okay, you got to make that change," and then they give this rah rah stuff. And then you have to have a system in place, and that system involves tra- tracking your habits each day, changing them slowly one by one, using that comp- compounding effect, and then eventually, as your mindset set starts to shift, all your other cores start to fall into place. You're going to have stronger relationships. You're going to want to look good, feel good, have better, more energy. So you're going to work out more. You're going to uh, be less stressed. Your emotional health is going to improve. You're going to want to start doing things again, getting out of the house, doing things you're passionate about. You're going to want to start giving back to the world versus just poor me. My life sucks. Why would I give back to the world? It's taken so much for me. It's going to be, I feel great. I'm living a good life. How can I help others feel the same way? And so that's the point I got to where I am 
And, you know, it doesn't, like, it's, like I said, it didn't happen overnight. I spent a lot of time focusing on my business. I thought if I got rich and, you know, made all this money, everything was going to be magically fixed. And, you know, that's the path I started going down early. And then once, but then I also was building my mindset and doing these things on the side. And it actually helped me, I think, in a way, I know it did to, to build the business I built. But then ironically, once I got that success and I did sell my business, I was like, wait, this feel, it felt good for 10 minutes, but then I was like, wait, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And it's not what everybody thinks. You know, everybody uses that word success to define, usually it ties to monetary. And they think if I could just make enough money, if I could just this, I, and I, I can sit on a beach and drink my pina colada. That's not what life's about. Life's about moving and building momentum in each of these five areas. And if you neglect the others, if you're just in the finance, the career and the finance part, and you're not taking care of your mindset, your relationships, your physical health, your emotional health, and giving back, you are not going to be happy. And you see it all the time with these millionaires, billionaires that seem miserable. And you're like, what do they have to be miserable about? Well, I know. I know why they're miserable. Because they're not living, a, they're not firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. That is, is just such a good reminder that making a decision that, you know what, I'm going to do this. I can do this. Changing one thing, then you, what, your whole thing about momentum, you change one thing, then that's like, okay, look, I can do this. And realizing that it's in all different areas of your life. It can't be just one to the exclusion of others. So, wow. It's great. It's been awesome to talk to you, Will. Um, will you remind people just once again where they can find you, your book, your app when it comes out? Yep. You can go to www.moremomentum.com and you can sign up. And like I said, put you can put a note in there that says, um, you know, pre-registering for book discount because we we're, we're about to change the website to where you'll automatically get that. Um, but right now you can either go to the join the movement tab or contact us and just put that and I'll make sure when the book comes out that you, that we'll contact you and we'll get you a discounted copy. Um, the app will be free, so you don't have to worry about that, but get on the list. And when the app does come out, you'll be notified of that as well. Um, and then also on Instagram, I'm at more M O O R E momentum. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Will. thanks for sharing everything, you know, listeners, Thank you for being here, for caring enough about your life uh, that you want to really, really transform how you're showing up and go out and remember that you do hold the power to transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 